Welcome back to The Daily Poem. I'm David Kern, and today is Monday, August 10th, 2020. Today's poem is by an American poet and short story writer named Elizabeth Bishop. She was a consultant in poetry to the Library of Congress from 1949 to 1950, and the Pulitzer Prize winner for poetry in 1956. She also won the National Book Award in 1970. The poem that I'm going to read today is called A Summer's Dream. It goes like this. To the sagging wharf, few ships could come. The population numbered two giants, an idiot, a dwarf, a gentle storekeeper asleep behind his counter, and our kind landlady. The dwarf was her dressmaker. The idiot could be beguiled by picking blackberries, but then threw them away. The shrunken seamstress smiled. By the sea, lying blue as a mackerel, our boarding house was streaked as though it had been crying. Extraordinary geraniums crowded the front windows. The floors glittered with assorted linoleums. Every night we listened for a horned owl. In the horned lamp flame, the wallpaper glistened. The giant with the stammer was the landlady's son grumbling on the stairs over an old grammar. He was morose, but she was cheerful. The bedroom was cold, the feather bed close. We were wakened in the dark by the somnambulous brook nearing the sea, still dreaming audibly. This poem is called A Summer's Dream. And one of the things that I find compelling about Elizabeth Bishop's poetry is the way almost all of it feels like a dream. <laughs> uh, so often, her poetry has a uh, ability to conjure these images that, have, that are dreamlike, even these dreamscapes, and then to give personality to what seem like strange images. So, for example, here, one of my favorite stanzas is the fourth stanza. By the sea, lying blue as a mackerel, our boarding house was streaked as though it had been crying. And this is fascinating to me because you've got the precision of, you know, the precise color is, and this is interesting to me because you have a couple of things going on here. You have the house, which is the color of a mackerel. So that in and of itself offers a, you know, a deep imaginative resonance for us. But then of course we have the idea that the house seems to have been streaked, is streaked as though it had been crying. And so she gives personality to these, these images that could otherwise be, be otherwise be wooden. She brings them to life. And the bringing to life of those images has this dreamlike effect, I think, on her poetry. Uh, pre creates this dreamscape, which is really compelling. And she creates these characters in her poems, um, such as, you know, the gentle storekeeper or the two giants, the dwarf who's the, the dressmaker and so forth. And, and she brings them to life without ever really having to... Um, provide a logic for what she's presenting. You know, there, you can search and search uh, for the sort of narrative within the poem and it's sort of there, but also it's so much a matter of impression. And yet those impressions, that sort of impressionistic approach are bound up in, in a form, you know, she's, a, she was really good at, for example, uh, embedding rhyme within her poems, but never making it feel like she's rhyming. Um, this poem, the first and last line of every stanza rhyme, wharf, dwarf. 
uh, beguiled, smiled, lying, crying. Those are just a few. Listen, glistened, uh, stammer, grammar, morose, close. I mean, these are great rhymes, right? But you never feel as you're reading the poem as if you're reading some kind of sing-song approach. Now, that great poets do that. That's, that's the nature of great poetry. But she's able to uh, embed this dreamscape and this impressionism within the more formal elements that she was, she was really gifted at uh, appropriating, if you will, using as a tool. Um, and I think that was, that's what makes her work uh, compelling and makes so many people still interested in it. So here once more is a summer's dream. To the sagging wharf, few ships could come. The population numbered two giants, an idiot, a dwarf, a gentle storekeeper asleep behind his counter, and our kind landlady. The dwarf was her dressmaker. The idiot could be beguiled by picking blackberries, but then threw them away. The shrunken seamstress smiled. By the sea, lying blue as a mackerel, our boarding house was streaked as though it had been crying. Extraordinary geraniums crowded the front windows. The floors glittered with assorted linoleums. Every night we listened for a horned owl. In the horned lamp flame, the wallpaper glistened. The giant with the stammer was the landlady's son, grumbling on the stairs over an old grammar. He was morose, but she was cheerful. The bedroom was cold, the feather bed close. We were wakened in the dark by the somnambulous brook nearing the sea, still dreaming audibly. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening, and I will be back tomorrow with another poem for you.